Hello, welcome to Love Food, Hate Money, the show where we talk about how much we love food and we prove it by spending all of our money on it. I am going to be your host, Jonah. This is co-host, Courtney. Hey. And today we are drinking some drinks. What are we drinking today? We are drinking, well, you tell me what we're drinking. We can see how much you've practiced. It's wine. Yep. It's red. Big lump of knobs. It has juice. I'm trying to cheat off the label over there, but I can't see it from here. Thank goodness you're blind. Um... Just tell me what you, t- I mean, it's red wine. What do you taste? Is it good? Do you like it? I do like it. It's sweeter, I think, than a lot of the red wines that we normally drink. Interesting. I would not classify this wine as sweet, but that's an interesting. It's very, definitely fruit driven. Yeah, I guess maybe the sweetness is just the fruit. Yep. It is the Deep Sky Vineyards 2020 Fusion, which is 75% Cabernet Franc, 25% Cabernet Sauvignon. I like it. It's really good. It's really tasty. It's got, it's definitely more fruit driven. Uh, it's got dark fruit notes, mostly a um, little bit of dark red and black fruits. Um, so like raspberries and blackberries and prunes, a little pruney. And then it's got a little bit of the piercing that you would expect from the Cabernet family. So it's got a little bit of like a cooked red bell pepper uh, as a secondary note. Pretty tasty. I like it. A nice little perk for helping out at miscellaneous events, getting some Arizona wine. Yeah, if you keep bringing home as much wine as you have been recently, we're going to have to open a wine bar out of our apartment. That I mean, that would only be moderately illegal. <laughs> well, it's free. Tips encouraged. Wink. Wink. <laughs> Nothing but the tips, please. Oh, do we have any updates? Fazoli's is open in a second location <laughs> next to Bass Pro Shop, everyone. We're going to go eat. Donnie wants to go eat Fazoli's with us. He's never had it. Oh, that's shocking. I think it's right up his alley, though. I if I mean, nah, I don't know if it's up anyone's alley. <laughs> Might be up someone's back alley. <laughs> I It's such a weird... I was talking to people yesterday about it. They're like, we've never been to Fazoli's. And I was... So many people have never been to Fazoli's. A little bit heartbroken. And that's why it went out of business. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I am excited. As in, I am more excited than anyone should be about it, but... It's going to be bad. Like, it's just... It's going to be terrible. I remember it being bad, but loving it. Yeah, exactly. So I can't imagine that 20 years of experience is going to really... <laughs> <laughs> make it it's a not more make positive it better. experience. Yeah. There's that. Um, coming up on... We've had so many big events and stuff coming up. Yeah, we've got Arizona Cocktail Weeks coming up. That's exciting. This Thursday is going to be uh, Arizona Women in Food. Yep, you're going to be... And I'll be there. Going to that event and helping out and partaking and helping out and partaking. I get to see my first burlesque show. I'm very excited about that. There's nothing that screams Arizona Women in Food. Like burlesque. (laughs) <laughs> and I will leave that hanging where it's at and just let the people that know. If you know, you know. Um, and then the Arizona. Start spreading the news. <laughs> uh, Arizona Wine Growers Festival situation that's coming up at the end of March. Yes, uh, Arizona. I think it's the Arizona Wine Growers Association that's putting it on, but it's their annual Arizona Wine Symposium thing over at Indian School, Steel Indian School Park. That yep. should be some fun. So if you're going to be at any of those events, hit us up. Let's hang out. Let's meet up. We will 
do the events with you because that's fun. Drink too much together. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna probably work on my spit game. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Yikes. Big oof. So today we're talking about Groceries. grocery stores because those have food too, allegedly. Well, you know, it's one of those things that we all we all have to face every week, at least. Not we. I mean, there, I, well, not everyone. There's some people that don't have to shop at grocery stores. We envy those people. What is that like? I want to know. I've only worked with one person who is like the full-on quintessential, doesn't know how much a loaf of bread costs. And that was fun. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because that's kind of what got me on to this topic was I saw a TikTok that was talking about how this mom wanted to like make cookies for her son and like put them in his lunch every day. But it's cheaper now to just buy pre-made cookies because ingredients have gotten so expensive. Right. I feel like it's always been cheaper to buy the pre-made cookies. I, I think it depends what on what your quality you're looking for. I guess. I just I can't ever imagine a time where it was cheaper, the eggs and the butter well, alone. Probably not in our lifetime. No. So unless this woman is 100 years old and, like, <laughs> my sweet angel baby needs his Chips Ahoy instead of his homemade Toll House chocolate chip cookies, like, I... I get the idea of it, the gist of it, of being like, it's sad that we have to substitute in these pre-made cookies. But also, it's always been the cheaper option. Unless she sure. was saying that it is just outside of the realm of possibility to do the homemade now. Well, it's, for the person specifically, they were saying, like, their budget would not even allow them at this point to do what they would have preferred to do. Because you also have to factor in your time and the cost of that as well. I don't think there's a single home cook that costs out time. That's a very restaurant thing. If I did, we'd be very poor. The, the amount of time. Well, if you, yeah, we don't charge for your labor. You're, right. You're on salary. <laughs> <laughs> $2 an hour, baby. Um, but it got me thinking about, like, what grocery stores are better in terms of, like, prices and also, like, what you think about when you pick, like, this is my grocery store. Sure. The Venn diagram of important grocery store thingies. And I think there's, like, four key things that, like, make a good grocery store, and that's price, quality, proximity to where you live, and then selection. Yeah. And we've weighed those differently, though, I would say. Really? Well, we might. I'm saying that. They weren't in any particular order. Sure. I, I'm i not saying that we, like you and me, rate them differently. I'm just uh, saying that like we have different weights associated with them. Prime example is, is where we're moving, we're going to drive an extra probably five miles to go to a further away Costco because they have a better selection of things. You can't force me to shop at the little Costco that doesn't even have cheese tortellinis. Really stunning that they make that the contrast in selection at various Costco warehouses is Within hilarious. Within 10 miles me. of each other, right? Yeah, I think that the... Hold on, one, two, three, four. There's four of them within about a 10-mile yeah. radius. Oh. And they all have wildly different selections and sizes. The little one is the worst one, though. Yeah, that one was terrible. Did you know that the Bitchin' Sauce Company is making a buffalo-flavored Bitchin' Sauce? Ooh. I'm excited. I hope our Costco gets it. I don't even know if it has the Chipotle one anymore. Uh, I don't think it has it anymore right now. So you have to buy, like, the tiny one from the regular grocery store that's, like, four times more expensive. Which gets to our top- cop- <laughs> topic on cost. 
Yeah, so this is a weird one to me because I think in different states, different grocery store chains like rank differently on price. Because I distinctly remember when I was in New York, we went to Trader Joe's because that was the most affordable grocery store in that area. And when I think of Trader Joe's out here, guys, this is a, I know this is an unpopular. We're going to piss everyone right off. I really don't like Trader Joe's. They have great flower selection and their cheese selection is really good. Yeah, uh, the cheese selection is good, but it's also snacks. ill priced. Like you could go to an actual cheese boutique shop and get. No, I would say their prices are pretty good. Yeah, I feel, I think that for me, Trader Joe's doesn't sell ingredients; they sell snacks. It is a it is a like snack I go store. in there and I'm like, I don't I can't cook with any of this. It's just you cook and, what and, it is already, <laughs> right? And they do have their produce section, but at that point, go to any other store for their produce. I was also surprised by how much like plastic and stuff was on a lot of the produce the last time we were in there. I mean, I that stuff hasn't bothered me since we visited Japan. <laughs> That's fair. But I would say like for me... I'm not saying that overusing plastic is good, but there's like... <laughs> if you want to talk about packaging game... They like whoa. each individual grape comes in its own bag. Every grape gets cello wrapped and then the entire bunch gets cello wrapped and then those cell are sold in another plastic bag <laughs> and it's just... And then we're going to put a bow on it. And it's beautiful, but whoa. No, I think the funniest one to me was seeing the individually wrapped bananas. That was when wild. We were in Japan. They like, had individually wrapped almost everything. Like the grapes is an exaggeration, yeah. but I like really the bananas, the potatoes, the uh, what else was there? Apples, oranges, anything yeah. that you would usually just pick up and eat. And like you could eat the skin or not eat the skin. Obviously, not oranges specifically. Courtney but. loves to eat orange skin. <laughs> That's her number one. She. I'm looks thinking, at the, I'm thinking apples and pears when I said that, but if you give her a navel orange, she just chomps it right on through. I will eat the whole thing like an anaconda. Yeah, I'll just put the whole she, thing in my mouth. She's, you know, I'm working on my spitting. She's working on her swallowing. Oh, God. We're, we're really making strides in 2023 to develop ourselves. Oh, um, so that one's a hard one for me. I was thinking about, like, there's kind of a couple different categories that grocery stores fall into. Like, you have your, like, big chains, like your Kroger fries, your... Those are the standard grocery, I would say. That's yeah, a, your if you Bashes, picture a grocery your store. Albertsons, your Safeways... You're great. You're, I can't talk today. I've used all my words. It's really helpful. Thank you. Guys. This is a podcast, gr- Jonna. Gross. Stop. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> Guys, grocery games is the, that category yeah, yeah, yeah. of grocery exactly. store. If you can play or a supermarket, sweep. Oh, are they still making that or no? I think the Leslie I Jones one really got canceled. I really liked that one. It was nice to have it back, but I think it's gone again. I don't think there's that many people that are as interested in grocery stores as we are. I think they're wrong. And the this this episode is the litmus test on that. <laughs> yeah, if uh, if we get less than like ratings at an all time low, like, why don't people this? love grocery stores? We gotta stop. <laughs> um, so you have those. Um, then you have like your your clubs, the ones that you pay your membership dues to. So like your Sam's and your Costco. I membership dues sounds funny. Sounds like they're hazing you. They really are. Going though. to a Costco and they're like insert activity that should be illegal here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be illegal to charge people to go to your store. That's crazy. Um and then they trick you into spending more money than you ever would. Exactly. Yeah, we have a Costco problem. But I've recently started just writing dates on our like, um, like grocery ba- or not grocery bags, trash bags. <laughs> <She's> like, 
She keeps them all as mementos. We went to Costco on this day. No, I can't talk with you. No, they don't get bags from Costco. You get boxes. Are you new? Um, Like laundry detergent stuff to just get like an idea of like how long those things last us so that I don't cry about how much I'm spending up front. I mean, it's it definitely is the cheaper option because the price per unit is cheaper. Right. I do also wonder some of the psychology, but like I know about some of it, but the laundry detergent, I think, is a good example of because we have so much of it. Do we use more now? Um, I don't think I do. I don't think I do either, but. But that is an interesting thought. I wonder how many people that that affects. I do that with the onions, though. When I bought that 10-pound bag of onions, I was like... Yeah, you're just using... Well, I'm going mean, to put onions two are, onions in this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we like onions a lot, and they have a relatively short shelf. Not also, the Costco short. onions, they be burning my eyes. Yeah, they get them straight out of a... They're funky. And also, I was not bit. impressed with their garlic, but I think I might try to buy it one more time. Um, so forgiving. <laughs> the next category would be, like, the international grocery stores. Sure. So for us, we have a lot of local ones, and then we do have H-Mart which is a chain that's in a couple of states now. Mm-hmm. Uh, H-Mart is not my favorite. I think it's really expensive, but their produce is always really good. It's the prettiest and most easily approachable for the middle-class white folks that are get squeamish about <laughs> going to an international market. Oof. Um, and they have a good selection of things. I really appreciate um, like the different cuts of meat that they carry. I can go in there and buy a whole pork belly. Which is my jam. She's done that multiple times. I can't stop, won't stop. But I feel like, generally speaking, like their condiments. Have ice cream in their freezer. We just have a pork belly that takes up the entire thing, <laughs> just kind of stares at us. Well, you won't buy me a chest freezer as a coffee table, and that's a you problem. If we had an outlet in the floor, I would do it yesterday because <laughs> I think that's the funniest thing in the world. And we can gussy it up like my grandparents' one. Put a little little quilt thingy on. Yeah, put on a little the like blanket it. over it. Yeah, it'd be cute. It's part of the decor. Maybe when we get rid of the piano, we can put in a chest freezer. If anybody wants a piano. Please, please reach out. It's a family heirloom, an Ellingson heirloom. But we have decided that after renting for, you know, six to seven years, it's not the most responsible. You can't just have a piano. Uh, the other type of, like, international grocery store, I think, is, like, the, um, and I don't, it's weird saying international when you live in Arizona and you border Mexico, but like the ranch markets um, and other type of like Mexican grocery stores. Mm-hmm. I think those ones are really fun. We don't yeah. have any near us that I know of. I haven't shopped at them very often. There were more when we lived in Mesa. Yeah. I, that's, there's not a ton of them over here in part of town we live in. Yeah. We don't shop at them. That That's probably the category we go to the least often. Yeah. No, there, there's a category we go to least often. My favorite Circle grocery store. <laughs> what else do you need? What else do you need? My favorite grocery store, and we've never really lived that close. I grew up going there, but we've never lived that close to it, is uh, Lily Asian Market. Um, sure. Which I would go on to find out or become friends with the daughter of the owner. Also, that's an international market, not an Asian market. That's right. That they didn't act. have all of that, like, Eastern European stuff, though, when I was growing up. That's like, fair. They, I mean, their selection continues to grow, which is why it's my favorite grocery store. And they also have all of the produce that none of the Western grocery stores carry, mm-hmm. which is so irritating to me. I also have to say that Western grocery stores and their 
international aisle is so disrespectful to me because they carry the worst versions of everything. They carried like the most easily accessible version of it, which is pretty arguably going to not be the best one, but it's definitely the one that King of Fries and Albertsons are like, this is, this will appeal. This is enough. It's upsetting to me. And I think it's really funny when people are like, oh, America's a melting pot. But then you go in our grocery stores and you're like, is it? Is it though? Yeah, there's a lot of different types of mac and cheese, which is <laughs> big, lot good melting. Um, and then the other category of grocery store is the quote unquote healthy grocery store. So like the Whole Foods. Oh, the ones that specialize in the organic and things like that. I think that. even Trader Joe's might fall into that category more than like the standard grocery store. Um, Because they really tout, like, the organic and, like, the, um, they cater to a lot of different types of eating and diets. Um, And then Sprouts, which is a local chain out here. It started in Chandler in 2002. I read that this morning. Yes. Um, You didn't know it was local? I knew it was local, but I didn't know it started in Chandler. And I didn't know when. Yeah, I think the, I think... If you go online, that one is, I mean. I think it's the one next to my parents is the first Sprouts. Yeah, I think that one is store number one because they've all got numbers on them like A. um, Oh, do they? (laughs) If you, in their app, because I used to use Uh, the app for the one, like the one we were next to, I think is like the 12th one. That's funny. I think Sprouts is good for produce. Good for produce. (laughs) Their bulk section is a little overpriced across the board, I feel like. When we went there, like their beans and their rice and other bulk grains and things all seem to be a little bit more. You're I, paying a bit more. I think it's most of it is supposed to be organic, though. That's the whole thing. Sure. Um, and But my problem is that I know I can go get bulk at Winco. Yeah. For like a third of the price. And that being said, Winco's kind of, I feel like they petered out. I feel like Winco's are popping up left and right. And now they're. They've they, lost their steam. Well, I think they just have, like, it's like they capped out here in Arizona. They went, nah, we're done building these. I'm trying to think. I only know of two. I can picture four and they're all closer to, they're all into, out in the suburbs. So. Mm. Um, used to be a diehard Winco fan, to be honest. Like when we lived next to one. Yeah, that we was were, the only place I shopped. Yeah. But they ranked really low in the options category. Yes. Which is kind of helpful for us when we are struggling with things where if I go into, let's say, a Walmart, mm. and they've got 15,000 different varieties of Cheerios, it's nice <laughs> to just be presented with, yeah, we have Cheerios, and then not Cheerios. <laughs> Here's your two flavors pick. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that was one of the really interesting things because we tend to shop the most at whatever is closest to us. Yeah, we rank like price, proximity pretty high. Price is a factor for sure. Like, even if we lived closest to a Whole Foods, I'm not shopping there. Yeah. You couldn't pay me to do all my grocery shopping at Whole Foods because I literally could not afford it. I mean, you can you can pay me, though. I'll take the money to go shop at Whole Foods. <laughs> I don't listen to Courtney. <laughs> Um, and I, I can say that from experience because when I was working as a private chef or a personal chef, um, my client specifically had me do all the shopping at Whole Foods because um, they had very strict diet restrictions and really wanted to stay towards um, organic, non-GMO type foods. 
And the grocery bill for like the three meals a week I was doing for them, because I would do, I would prep stuff that they would put in the fridge and then pull out on a weeknight type thing mm-hmm. was just like insane to me. Yeah. Their pricing is astronomical. And if you can afford it, like by all means. And I think that's the interesting thing across the board is like you and I can complain about grocery prices. But if you look at somebody in New York or certain parts of California or Hawaii on certain ingredients and you compared it across the board. Sure. Our groceries are very cheap. Yeah. Especially compared to Hawaii, I feel like it's the one where it's just expensive to live there. Even just, I mean, milk, I think, is the funniest one where it's like, what, $14 a gallon? Yeah. That'd be interesting to look up. I was going to try to do that, and then I ran out of time before we prepared this episode, but I think that would be something fun to look into. We're a well-researched podcast, everyone. (laughs) Well, if our researchers weren't slacking. Yeah. I think that might be me. (laughs) Or our pug. (laughs) Winry is a terrible researcher. That's true. Um... One of the things that's been so funny to me recently is there's a couple of grocery stores that are um, very regional, but they've become very popular on TikTok specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those being Bucky's, which people pronounce Bucy's just to be annoying. Um, but I still think it's really funny. Oh, Bucy's. And that's like a bucket list grocery store for me. Is that a normal thing to no. have? Like, and I every time we've traveled out of the country, I think other than... Lebanon? We've gone to a grocery store just to see what was going on. Did we go to one while we were in Japan? We went to multiple when we were in Japan. We went to markets and we popped into... You don't remember the one with the escalator? We went down to the basement and looked at the produce and then went up to the next one. I feel like that was a mall that had a produce section. No, it was a grocery store. That's crazy. <laughs> they felt different. I think that sometimes we go do things and you black out, actually. It was overwhelming. It felt like a Macy's or a Dillard's. It was just a grocery store. And we also, I feel like in Japan, convenience stores a lot of times double as grocery stores. Yeah, the local kombini is definitely a, they're the true Circle K, what else do you need? But it's a 7-Eleven, we're a bank. And they have good snacks. Good snack. And I mean, they had produce too. Like, we, yeah, that people do. It, it seemed that, that it was lots of regular shopping being done at the 7 Elevens and the Family Marts. My other um, bucket list grocery store is in Ohio, of all places. Um, the old Buckeye State. And it's called Jungle Gyms. And I want to say it's like five or 50,000 square feet or something. Like, it's just stupid big. Is that the one that is like, got weird walls and stuff to go through? Is that, like, the full amusement park grocery store? You're talking about an art installation called Meow Wolf, but... Wasn't that a also a grocery store, though? Wasn't that a thing? It's grocery store-themed when you enter. That's crazy. Anyway, that's, that's where Jenna does all his grocery shopping. <laughs> it's always a theme park for me. This is why I black out when I go into grocery stores. Oh. It's just a fever dream of... Fake walls and hidden doors. I feel like Target is also trying to break into the grocery store market, but I, I just, it doesn't work for me. Tar- yeah, well, Target was doing the, just keeping up with the Walmarts. Right. But they can't get on the price level of Walmart. No. And Walmart is like pretty decent as far as groceries go, but I think their produce is always kind of meh. And then sometimes their meat selection is a little weird. 
grocery stores i don't know if there's like a proper butcher in a walmart so the right. that entire setup for that section specifically at a walmart is interesting because you know i don't know how much of the actual hands-on butchery they're doing inside of fries or bashes at this point anymore right. i do see the people working back there I it's not like costco. In whole I feel sides. Like costco does more of it than most places of the actual fab um, yeah yeah i the target pricing I, I, their selection's funny though because they're they oh, have weird stuff what is it market pantry and then good good and something no i think that's one of their clothing brands i don't know they had like two tiers of target branded groceries for a while because mm. growing up my family shopped at target a lot for oh groceries. really yeah to be fair though it was a lot of like ready to eat stuff similar to the the Trader Joe's Trader situation. Joe's, where it's this is already to go, so it's convenient and a little bit more cost-wise. But thirteen-year-old Joan is going to be able to make it. <laughs> <sighs> I think. I mean, it's funny because we have our favorites, but they're in phases. Yes. For the grocery stores, like we used to go. I mean, I don't. You haven't even mentioned this one in this part of our of the program but uh the blood orange soda place we were just talking about it fresh and easy fresh and easy guys i will never get over the fact that they opened so many fresh and easies and then closed them all within like three years yeah there are fresh and easies everywhere in arizona and then they went this is fresh and not so easy um i loved everything about that store was it a good grocery store no did it have good blood orange soda absolutely and other random things in a self checkout. Like weird microwave pasta. Yeah, they had that. They were the epitome of just like yeah, random ready to eat. Like, but it was priced at a point where you'd be like, "All right, I'm going to go in and get my lunch for three bucks and ski daddle." Exactly. I think right. I mean, right now we're in our Costco phase because we're. I say a middle aged white couple. We have three stores that we frequent, and that's fries because it's literally fifty feet from our front door. Yep. Um, and I love grocery pickup and I will fight anybody that doesn't enjoy grocery pickup. I've seen it happen. <laughs> it's my favorite. And I also really love that when I go pick up my groceries, they don't just like read the thing and know my name. Like Max and I know each other and Max is not going to let me get bad groceries. Oh, so Max. shout out Max. Um, and then Lily, like my local international market, I think that. My dream would be to live next to an international market like that because if I could do all my shopping there, I would. Yeah. I love Lili. There are some things there that you should just not buy there. Like if you're buying canola oil, do not buy it there. Yeah. Because it is wildly priced, especially when you're talking about like the Cascos where you buy actual barrels of oil. What's your, like, favorite grocery store, though? Like, you go, you're excited. Actually, wait, I know the answer to this. It's the big fries marketplace ones. Those ones are fun. I like the ones with the, yeah, the clothing in them. Those are good. And then the the Murray's Cheese section, even though Murray's Cheese isn't that good, but it's nice, and it's very pretty little section. Mm. It gives you the option to buy a whole wheel of Parmesan. I've not seen anyone do it. I want it so bad. That's how I'll know when you actually love me, is you'll buy me a whole wheel of Parmesan. I mean... Hopefully, I love you enough to make Parmesan wheel money at some point. I hope that the listeners of this podcast will someday love us enough to make Parmesan wheel money. I hope everyone. I hope that either Parmesan wheels crash in price or <laughs> everyone that we talk to 
It's in a point where they can buy a wheel of Parmesan. That's what we deserve. Raise everyone up. <clears throat> you have any closing thoughts on the grocery store? Um, grocery shopping is fun if you have the time for it. I will say it's the most stressful thing if you don't have the time for it, but I overall enjoy grocery shopping and seeing the different options. I think that's why, like, just strolling through, like, a Lili or even Walmart, if you're looking for just, like, weird processed snacks and stuff like that, because I grew up eating a lot of that stuff. So I think seeing, don't buy a lot of it at this point, but seeing the variety of it is a fun game for me. Just going through and be like, they make blueberry dinosaur flavored Pop-Tarts now? How do they know what the blueberry dinosaurs tasted like? Like, it's (laughs) the craziest. There's just so much new shock and awe in that specific sector that is fun for me. I feel like this episode's really building on last week of how not really feeling like cooking and trying to get re-inspired. And, like, if you don't vibe with your grocery store, how are you going to vibe with what you're cooking, you know? That's a lot of vibes. (laughs) (laughs) That hurt to say. I just had to. (laughs) It also hurt to hear. (laughs) You're welcome. But, yeah, I... What are the closing thoughts on grocery stores? Um, Self-checkout. Real spooky. People are getting arrested left and right. It's funny how many articles about that came out within, I feel like, the last year or so of people being banned from different grocery stores and, like... Let's put that on a food news episode because I think that's a fun one. Because I just recently saw a video on how to scam grocery stores. <laughs> Gotta watch like out for the scammers. how they're doing it. Um, Charging yourself for jalapenos when you clearly got serrano peppers. I just... You, you know. maniac. You gotta do what you gotta do. We're all surviving in this capitalist hellscape together. We're all in it together. Yeah, I think... Yeah, that's pretty much all my thoughts on on the grocery stores. On that note, we need to go to the grocery store. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Love, Food, Hate, Money. This podcast is edited by John Watkins of Feather Fiction Studios. He also does our original music. Thanks, John. You can connect with us on social media at Love, Food, Hate, Money. Uh, we're trying to be on TikTok now, so go watch our TikTok, and I promise I'll get better. Just give me time. <laughs> That's, a, that's our mantra on everything. Uh, <laughs> it's yes and. The whole and premise also, of this show is it, it'll get better, probably. Uh, stay tuned uh, for stuff that we're working on in the future. We're in the process of getting ready to move in the next month. And everything keeps breaking around us. So we're trying to claw our way through March. And then, you know. Our cars are breaking and we're moving. And there's all the different events that are industry related that we're trying to make face at and go hang out and see people. And then also uh, trying to feed our dogs. Yes. Uh, hopefully we'll be back to doing more interviews in a couple weeks. Uh, we're hoping in our new place to have room to actually have people over. So that'll be cool. Hopes, baby. Hopes and dreams. Thank you very much, everybody. Bye. Bye. I made a mess. <laughs> <laughs>